album review. Today's album is Kaleo A slash B. We're joined today by Aiden. Me? Myself, Denver. Joe. Hey. And Will. Hey. So, I feel like this album was the gift that just kept on giving. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's That's amazing. Right. That was the only time you said that. Ever. Oh yeah, sorry. Only time ever. I just think it's fantastic. Every single song feels big. Um, its production was amazing. The lead singer's voice is like I think is incredible. Um, I don't know if any of you have listened to the Black Keys before. Have you listened to Black Keys before? I mean, on the piano. I've listened to um, I've listened to the Black Eyed Peas. Oh nice. Ah, well, there's a British band called the Black Keys, and they sound they've got a very similar style to this. Um, which it reminded me of loads, but I feel like these do it better. Um, the thing is, with him having such like this stylistic voice, though, I do feel like if you didn't like his voice, you wouldn't have liked the entire album because even though he's got like, he changes pitch quite quite well, like I think he's got a good range. But I'd say that it's very similar throughout, if that makes sense. Yeah, like his voice is never never changes up too much, other than the fact of it being the pitch. So I do feel like if you didn't like his voice, I could understand why he wouldn't like the album that much. Um, to be honest, I've been obsessed with this album for like since like January when I first listened to it, and I've been wanting to pick it for fucking ages. But then like new stuff kept coming out, and it was just not fitting in right. So I was, it feels good to actually finally pick it. Um, the melodies are great. Um, there's like loads of little solos that are just fucking awesome. And the writing's actually really good as well. Not that I can understand what the fucking foreign one even means or how to say it, but it's doesn't still he, I, great. I thought he said it in the actual song itself, but then it just doesn't, like, but then it doesn't match up, you know? What do you mean? I, th- I thought he started saying it in the song at one point, and then I was like, oh, oh, oh this is how you pronounce it. And what then, is it? Vor... Moi malaskori. Oh my god, that actually sounded like legit. I'm not gonna lie. Was that what? Have you googled that or something? Like, no, I can speak Icelandic. It? All right. Is that what it is? Icelandic. Yeah. What I want to know is, I was saying this to Aiden. Are they? Is it class? Right. They're not Scandinavian, obviously, but have they got the same language as like the Danish? I don't know. Probably, maybe of a similar nature. Maybe it's like. Spanish language, you know, yeah. like where there's like many iterations on that. Well, they, they have like, um, yeah, yeah, literally what you said. I was about to just repeat. It's like Iceland was one of like the big Viking, like one of the main places the Vikings went to, wasn't it? I didn't know if like their language had kind of. I thought Vikings just spelled English, spoke English. They're from Norway. I feel like that is a Joe Midwood joke, but. Uh, no, no, I generally. Oh, I no, he's generally Vi- an idiot. I, I thought the Vikings were English, like. <laughs> Are you joking? No, no. I thought Vikings were like English criminals that wanted to take over the land. No, that's Australians. So they started raiding everywhere to try and overthrow the government. You're, jo- you're joking. It's also like no. Americans, isn't it, really? You have to be bullshitting yeah. right now. What's the whole thing of them going on the beaches, Joe, with the boats? Did they just go out to sea to come back again? <laughs> <and raid? laughs> we're going to invade England. No. Because they weren't welcome, were they? So they had to prepare on the sea and then come in. Mm. Build boats in the sea. 
you know, blacksmiths that dig up the stone from, <laughs> from, the, the, from the ocean, you know, um, make some good oil swords. Um, no. And then and then raid the places. Anyway, continue. They come from uh, Scandinavia, Joe. I did know that. I was a, it was a joke, totally. Oh, right. Yeah. Do you know what Scandinavia yeah. is? It's a country, Will. It's not. Is it not? Is it actually not a country? No, it's it a used to be. Collection of countries. Ah, so it's a, um, it's what they call a continent. It's not. It's not classed as a continent. It's I don't like, even it's know like the United Kingdom. That. Yeah. Right. Okay. Cool. Right. I get. And that. it's like no Norway, Denmark, Sweden. I feel like such a idiot. Now. Like I feel like I've made myself out to be such an idiot. Like, you have, I'd but you I'd... did that a long while ago on album review, so it's fine. Fair enough. Um. Anyway, worst song for me, which isn't even a bad song in the slightest. It's just that I've heard it so many times that I don't really enjoy listening to it that much. And that is "Way Down We Go." Um, and I think it's like, literally just because I've listened to it so many times through FIFA and because it was on FIFA and like other times I just find it a bit um lacking compared to the other. But that again, I think is heavily influenced by listening to it way too much because um, I can't really say there's a bad song on the album like I think everything fits really well uh, um, nothing feels hashed out in the album at all and that's like goes on with the production as well I don't think any song is kind of just a throwaway like everything every single song felt like it had its own very much fit in its own and fit very well to the album. I didn't feel like they just threw like fillers in there just to kind of bulk out the album. It felt like every single song had its purpose, which I thought was awesome. Um, third for me, which was the first song I'd heard by them that got me into this album was no good. Um, I just think it's one of the best starts to any album I've ever listened to. Like it's just, it just proper gets you into it right from the start. Um, it's to me. It's a shame though that way down we go is just after that because I feel like that should be more towards the end of the album because it's mm. quite like slow. I thought that would have been a good way to end the album, but I can't go on without you. It's still a good end to the album, which, by the way, is, is very Last of Us. I don't know if you'd agree with that as well. Not really. Do you not like Aiden? Do you reckon? Hello. <laughs> Did you hear hear this question? What? Did you hear what I said? Of course, Scandinavia. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Aiden's been unconscious the last I time. don't know, he's not, like, speaking. Aiden, are you having a seizure? Do you need help? I don't I don't really have a lot to say. No? No? Maybe no. answer uh, an answer to the question? Yeah, Scandinavia. Yep. Yeah, fair enough. I thought I Can't Go On Without You was very Last of Us, especially the intro. It was like it could have literally been pulled from the game. Um, but to be fair, the whole album, I feel like, had songs that could be put in f- films and games and everything because it's all quite atmospheric. Maybe like a couple, not so much, that are kind of just like funky, like Glass House um, and Broken Bones, less so because they're just more not rock, like rock pop kind of thing, I guess. Um, I, almost, I almost feel like this style of music has become renowned with a lot of games recently. It's sort yeah. of like, it sort of like goes hand in hand with the weird hairy dad theme that's been going on since like twenty thirteen. Hairy uh, dad, 
Yeah, so like most most game protagonists are in some way, shape, or form a hairy dad of some kind. Yeah, they are actually. <laughs> like, you know, like Kratos and Joel. Um, Chris Redfield. Chris Redfield is new hairy dad. Female Wombats. She's very hairy, and I I will call her daddy. Thanos. He's, he he had some chin stubble when they came and chopped his head off. Hairy he looks dad. like a dad though, doesn't he? Well, he is a dad, but like he looks like your classic beer lad, you know. I don't, I would not class Thanos as beer lad. You know, pub lad. No, I don't think Thanos spends any of his he time in pub. Like you a know? member of the NDL, but purple. You know what's the NDL? National yeah. Defence League. They're like. Well, the racist space. White supremacist. Yeah, they're right, they're right. Yeah. yeah, I feel like Thanos would be in that type of category. I don't feel like the bald Nazi looking guy. <laughs> um, anyway, second for me, which is very close to being first, was Vor. Go on, can you say it again? Oh, in Malaskuri. Malaskuri. That one. Um, because even though you don't know what he's saying, I don't think it matters because the whole, like, I was singing it in the car with Aiden earlier, and you kind of just make the sounds that you hear <laughs> instead of actually singing. It still but sounded it, good, though, didn't it? It still sounds great. Like, it's such a good song. Um, I haven't actually looked into what it, it's about or what it means, if anyone actually knows. Um, but just the song in general is great, really atmospheric, such a, like, a super nice melody in the background. Just really nice, and you've got some really cool vocals over it. It was a great change of pace. And number one, um, which could have been second, was uh, Hot Blood, which I think just has like the it's like the most funky, it's just great. I love the whole build up of the guitar, it's just like a nice, happy song, great vocals, great everything, but. This is the kind of album that is yeah. so good, though. I feel like my top three could change depending on w- what I'm feeling because it's just all good. Like, you know, it's 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 funny you should say this, Will, because right. and it's funny that you mention Last of Us as well because I very much think he sounds like very much, if not so closely identical to Sean James, who sang the song for Last of Us Two. And you thought his vocals were weak, but I thought they pretty much sounded exactly the same. No. It's got a similar style, but it's definitely not the same. Literally, if, if you showed me a song by like each of them, I wouldn't be able to tell which one was which. Right, and also, in Sean James' album, he never really goes high pitch at all. He just stays in the same... Definitely, I would dis- disagree. Okay. Listen to the song Flow. You've heard it already. He goes really high pitched in that one. I can't remember it to be he fair. He does a little flow like the river flow. Is that this guy sounds better? <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Fair enough, but that, that's all. Yeah, I'm just. I see what you mean because the style-wise yeah. is very similar, and I could see them singing over the same stuff. But for some reason, yeah. this, whether it's because be the production is better on this, yeah, definitely. And I do prefer the like the way the album's been finished, kind of thing. It's cleaner. Whereas like Sean James, which was great in its own way for the way it was produced, but I didn't fuck with that as much as this, if you know what I mean? Because like 
Sean James one was like quite grainy all the time, which I guess I know is what he was going for. But um, maybe it's that that kind of makes me think this guy's voice is better with a lot of range. I don't know. But yeah, Hot Blood, um, number one. Just think in general, the album's fucking great. Um, I haven't got too much more to say about it. But it's quite a long album considering it's only got 10 songs. Mm. Long songs, um, aren't they? Yeah, they are. But just generally fucking great album. Like, I, I love it. And I think they're releasing an album this year um, because they've been releasing new singles. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. But I'm interested to see what everyone else thinks. Thank you, Will. Joe. So, I actually really fucking liked this. I thought this was really good. Um, I, I struggled to click with it on like my first listen, like especially on No Good. I was like, it reminded me of like almost that. Like, you're gonna fucking disagree with this, but like, I know what I mean in my head. Like, it reminded me almost like of like an Elvis Presley song, just like in the way it was like really rock and roll, like right at the start. And I was like, this is not what I expected from a 2016 album. I actually don't disagree with that. You don't <laughs> like, disagree? No. Like, the, the yeah. kind of rock style, yeah. like, power-wise, is very Elvis. And I feel like this album did an amazing job of it all just feeling fresh yeah. as you went through. Like, even though, like, the instrument instruments were, like, mostly the same, there's always kind of, like, a guitar solo going on at some point. It all just felt fresh. And, like, yeah. you, you never really knew what to expect from the next song, you know? Because mm. like he was, always, he was always keeping it fresh. There's lots um, of changes of pace in general. Yeah, definitely. I feel like he. I feel like he does an amazing job of like showing his vocal range and like how well he can like he can really belt his voice out and make it fucking powerful and fucking shout mm. and like how well we can like pull it back as well and be a yeah. bit more quiet and like chill. I feel like he did a really good job of that. So yeah, I think I think this was really good. I, I didn't really know, like I said, I didn't really know what to make of it on the first listen. Then as I like went through the week, I was like, shit, this 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 is actually really growing on me. And by the end of it, like some of the songs, I was like, fucking, this is sick. Like it really it just gets you going, you know? Yeah. Um. So my least favorite, Will. I'm really sorry, but uh, Deva, can you pronounce it for me? Moi mad lasquari. Thank you. That was my least favorite. Um, and the thing is, there's no particularly bad song on this album, I don't think. But there was two songs that stuck out to me as a little bit more boring, and that was this one, which is my least favourite. And also, I Can't Go On Without You. Um, and I think I Can't Go On Without You is a great song, but it was just too long. But for uh, Lewandowski, it lacked content, is my issue. So, like, nothing really happened in it. It was all just kind of... I completely disagree. Really? So yeah, I, really. I, I, I liked the atmosphere, but I just felt like nothing ever, like, got me. I was like, ah, oh, that's cool. It was just all it was all just the same. Fuck no, man. That song gives me chills. Yeah. Really? It's yeah. Unreal. Well, the first time I it, I was fucking shook. See, like... I, I, I wouldn't doubt that it would grow on me. Like, I have no doubt in my mind that if I listen to that song more, it, will, it, it wouldn't grow on me. Like, it totally would. Mm. Um, I'm just surprised that that's one of the ones that you picked as the worst when, in my eyes, it's one of the more standout songs. Really? It, mm. See, for me, it just it, it didn't stand out for me at all. I just thought it was a bit boring. But again, it, it could it could just be the mood that I was in at the time. I don't know. Like, 
could be well, you, said, you just think it's like if you still don't think it's a bad song, yeah, it's not that it doesn't stand out to you as much. It could just be the fact, like, like you I remember, stuff. I remember, I remember, yeah, exactly. Like, I remember thinking about the same thing when I listened to Death of a Bachelor from Panic at Disco. I fucking hated that song for like, I didn't hate it, but I just thought it was meh for like the first eight listens, right? Mm-hmm. And I only listened to this song four times, so it's like, um. Another four times, I might think it's the best song on the album because that's what happened with Death of a Bachelor. I thought mm-hmm. it was the worst song on the album. Um, and so I'd listened to it eight times and then I was like, fucking, this is sick. So it's, it's so weird, though, how your opinion can change like that, or mm-hmm. mine can, anyway. Um, to do, let's have a look. I'm just having a look at my notes. I've actually made notes. Um, Hooray! Um, my third friend that was I've pretty much said all my notes now anyway Uh, Um, (laughs) I've read them all so we're just moving on to my third favourite which was No Good I think it was a really good start to the album again very surprising because it just reminds you of like almost this this is going to sound like an insult to the like the guitarist but it's not it reminded me of when I first started playing guitar and that's not just because like of me playing the guitar reminded me of like, that was the type of stuff I was learning when I first started playing. You know, obviously it's changed throughout the course of the years that I've played. But like yeah. when I started playing, it, you somehow like have gone through a worse style of music as time's gone on. What? I've, and almost like, like challenging yourself less to create worse music is definitely an yeah. interesting direction to take. <laughs> yeah. I, thank you. Um, so, <laughs> Um, so yeah, my second favourite, like I said, like Will, Will picked Hot Blood because it was the funkiest. I thought Glass House was the funkiest, and that was my second favourite. Glass House. It was all good. It was all sweet. Loved it. Energetic. Got me pumped. Yeah. And now my first favourite, I didn't really want to be my first favourite because I've just heard it so many times before, but I just felt like it had the best hook, and that is Way Down We Go. Like, it just has the the whole like you know when you're like playing a video game and you're like watching a movie and you're like no you're listening to something like unique or something like mm-hmm. um what what do you call it when something's like you know what it is um familiar very no iconic. iconic that's the one when you're listening to like an iconic song and you kind of know you're gonna be watching an iconic movie or like when you play Last of Us one for the first time you know you're playing something special, you know, before it even becomes special, Um, like, to the world. That's kind of the feeling I get off of Way Down We Go. Like, you you just have that feeling of, like, this is iconic. Uh, Like, everyone knows this. Yeah. uh, Type of thing. Uh, Everyone only knows it because it's on, like, adverts and shit. It's not actually that good of a song, realistically. I think it is. one line of the Way Down We Go, and at that point, like, nothing's past that. I think a I video it lacks basically anything past that point. I, I disagree. I, I, th- I get fucking. Well, of course you disagree. It's your favorite. <laughs> I'm trying to understand why. Well, you know, the same way you get chills off of all our ski. You do not get chills from it. Goes way down. We go. I do. No, I do. It is quite a powerful song. No, it fucking isn't. Way down. Yeah, I can't sing it. But yeah. No, no, go. Way down we go. That's that's the best attempt I've got. Really? Yeah. I mean, so, I, give it a go. I mean, this says a lot. I'm, I am shook by your review, Joe. You're, sh- you're shook. I mean, I enjoyed the. I thought it was great. I thought it was a really good album. 
That's fine, but you just you just you picked wrong. Fair enough. <laughs> That's my summary. Good. I, it wasn't no good. Like the first time. It was some good. It was it was good. it was quite good. There you go. Thank there you, you Joe. That's okay. No worries. Any anytime I'll be right here when you need me. Ben Tabby Tozy. I thought this album was very atmospheric. I can see why it's been used. Um, so many of the songs aren't necessarily so many, I think two. But have been used for like films and games. Um, because they are very eerie and grand. Um, but any of them really struggled to grab me. Like, it's similar to how they've been used for backing music for so many things. That's all I kind of felt a lot of these songs were. And that's backing music. Like, I wouldn't want to go see these performed. You know, like, uh, uh, well, I'd, if it was being performed, I would be doing something else, you know. Like, I feel like none of them, other than maybe one or two, were actually that engaging as songs. Especially when, what I use, what I've discovered I like from songs is to be able to imagine myself if I was the performer performing it. And, like, how much I would then enjoy doing that. Whereas I feel like with this, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to sing. I mean, obviously, I'd like to have a voice like that. That's no question to how good his voice is. Um, but I feel like I just struggled to grab me any of the songs. Um, See, this kind of music would be exactly what I'd want to perform because it's like everything's huge. Mm. And like, if you can't imagine a crowd like being like boring to this at all. Like, Could you imagine it, that voice coming out of Denver's mouth? Yes. It, really? No. No, it would be very uncanny. Very uncanny valley. It's hard to picture anyone else but that guy, just because he's got his fucking face. I've just got his face. I don't know, like Brendan Urie. I just imagine Sean Sean James. I think I don't even know what Sean James looks like to be honest. I think a lot of the songs have cool, like, like they're very well produced. All the songs are very refined. Like I feel like they've gone with ten songs and they have made the best they can of those 10 songs. Like, yeah. no question. But at the same time, the whole time I'm listening, I'm like, I felt, I had to double check to see if this was an old band or not. I felt like this album could have been released in the 90s. It felt like an old soul album. It's, it's, like, it's like that, but just like better produced 90s music. It's like a modern take on rock, yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah. But, um, With a mixed in bit of, obviously, more pop stuff, but I just, I felt like I wasn't really grabbed by it. Until even the last listen, I was like, this album is meh. Um, until the last listen, and then, like, because I guess you do a more focused listen, you sort of nitpick things more. Um, and that was where, like, then some songs stood out to me. But other than that, I thought, yeah, it just it failed to grab me. Like, every time I'd listen to it, I was only listening to it again. For album review, I wasn't listening to it again because I enjoyed the album. My least favorite is Maury Mad Lascari, um, because yes. I can't understand anything he's saying, and you don't it feels to the I, anyway. Though. Pardon, sorry. Says so you don't listen to the lyrics anyway, though. No, but then he, even re- regardless of lyrics, the backing thing is just boring. What? So I, I feel yeah. like in those songs where the backing is boring. The lyrics need to connect me to the song, and because I don't know what he's saying, 
I feel no connection to the song. I, I would agree with Denver there, like, 100%. Yeah, I think you're both just fucking wrong. Right now. Joe's dog is just gonna... This is gonna be for the next half an hour now. Joe's dog is gonna be doing this. I've even got my door closed. What a hero. I can see why someone tried to poison him. Somebody poisoned the waterhole. Somebody poisoned my fucking dog! But yeah, Joe I just... And I didn't really write our notes on it because I spent the whole time trying to figure out how to pronounce it. So yeah, um, that's already mad last quarter. Um, third, third favorite um, was "I Can't Go On Without You." I thought that was a really good finisher to the album. Um, I think it feels really grand, has a great build. I mean, it is a bit long. But um, and he, I think it's that he sounds the best in that song. Um, so it was really good. Top two could kind of be the way I kept switching up which one I preferred. Um, but I went with in second place, uh, Glass House, um, because it's really upbeat. It's got like a nice groove, and as a guitar solo, that was quite cool. Um, but the same again can be said for my favorite, which was Hot Blood. Which I would almost, I pretty much put the exact same notes for both. I thought they were both like really upbeat, actually, um, like stood out on when I finally listened through. I was like, yeah, these songs are kind of more my vibe. If the whole album was like that, I would have said it was amazing. Um, even even those songs in themselves, though, um, I'm not sure if they just stood out because the rest of them are so like atmospheric. Whereas I didn't feel like those ones you couldn't have in the background. Those were ones you would like engage with whereas the others were kind of just there um uh but yeah they both have cool guitar solos in them and i would only put hot blood above glass houses because the second i think of hot blood i can think of like the main hook in the song whereas i can't right right now when i think of glass house i can't actually remember how it goes whereas whereas hot blood i can think of straight away um Yeah. yeah And it, like I say, they are very like similar songs in like the reasons why they're good, though. Yeah, and they are back to back. So like, when I was doing my review of it, I was like, I'm not a huge fan of this. And then those two came up in a row. And I was like, did I just miss these before? Like, how did these go by without me noticing? Um, but yeah, other like quite interesting ones. We said before about um, how each song was different, or someone said something like that. And I, I would somewhat agree with that. I'm surprised Will's least favourite wasn't Automobile, because I felt like that had like a country vibe to it. Um, right. I don't dislike all country. Well, I don't know. It's just females singing country music. <laughs> They're the best oh, one. Nah. It's kind of weird when the guys start singing it, I find. No, that song is really nice. I, 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 like like music. I like all kinds of music. So yeah, that was my review. Failed to grab me, but nice backing music and well produced. I feel like both you and Joe have gone into this album with like the same mindset that you've gone into every other album with. Whereas I feel like it kind of changed my my view on 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 this album, and I don't know why. So it's like when I was listening to it, I was like, "What the what, yeah. This is a, a, an experience, a Will Davy, Will Davy experience that he's placed upon us on a plane. He's provided this experience. The they call him the provider. 
I call them BT, my provider. And, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. But like, it's almost like he's put he's put down a delicious meal in front of you, and you're still snacking on the on the the food around the side. Huh. What are you doing, guys? Because I like, I don't know. The Kaleo, this album, it surprised me a lot. Like, I didn't really have any expectations when I went into it. But I suppose that's the beauty of the theme, really, isn't it? Mm. And like, I, I really, I think I really do vibe with this sort of style of music, whatever it can be classed as. But it's sort of like quite bluesy. The way that I would almost describe it is like simplistic but still powerful. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like, is that was that? I don't know. Is that a good way of describing it? I don't think so. In many ways, yeah. No, no, I'm joking. I think that's fair. Like, like I say, yeah. Um, there's nothing like like amazingly evolutionary or innovative. You know, it's it's just just. Simple. No, that's true, but when it's done right, it's yeah. done so right. That's what I mean. Sometimes it's best, like especially in music as well. Like sometimes you do something crazy and you're like, well, that's just a mess of notes. But when you just, you know, you take your time, you do something nice and simple, just fucking do what feels good, boom, don't overthink it, you get something sick. And I feel like that's what's happened in this anyway. Yeah, definitely. Worst song for me personally was Broken Bones. Oh, damn. What's, that? What's that, Karen? What's going on? I have no idea. I want to know. They're just having a, they're having a good I old time. I want you to know that it's our time. You and me and your mum. Yeah. Yeah. Kissing time featuring mummy. What was your least favourite? Broken Bones. Why? I thought Broken Bones was kind of boring and never really picked up. And the lyrics are very repetitive. Again, so it was like the most Sean James song. As well, that's the thing. I don't, I wouldn't say I like this album as much as I like the Sean James one. I feel like there was a lot of rawness in the Sean James one that isn't captured by this because, and that's purely because the guy is a better vocalist. Like he can actually hold the notes and hit the notes, and there's a lot more diversity in his voice. Yeah. Number three for me. But, but yeah, my top three are kind of weird. But number three was Automobile. <laughs> It's because you love country. And it's, I think it's got an absolutely cracking chorus. And like, it's so surprisingly uplifting considering the other songs and themes on this album. And also, it's one of the only ones that grabbed my attention the first time around because I just didn't expect it to be thrown in the middle. Wow. Well. Yeah. Fuck, here we go. But yeah, I did. I enjoyed it. It's really good. Thank you, Broken two. Bones. Suck. Sorry. No, 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 please go on. With Broken Bones. I put that it sounded like marching music. Like it just had like this underlying like beat that just never wavered and it never altered. So it was like as if you were telling someone to march to a beat and then somebody was singing over the top of it. Well, maybe that's why I didn't like it. Because I don't walk anywhere. You felt like it was giving you work (laughs) that you didn't want. Yeah, it was was like exercise. And I'm like, ooh, disgusting. You know, like it's like exercise. Uh, Drake no meme, but eggs and fries. Drake yes Get the meme. Sides. You know what I mean? Don't leave me. Uh, number two. No, no one mentioned this one at all. I guess it was a throwaway for everyone else. But all the pretty girls. Oh no, I still really like that song. Almost my least favorite that one. Yeah, but we've established that you're just completely wrong when it comes to this. 
just absolutely backwards. You and Joe are just nibbling on cocktail sauce. Yeah. People have got sirloins. Like, fuck off. So this is the thing with album review, right? I feel like we don't review albums for how good they are. We review them for how much we personally like them. Yeah. I would say I, I value not... them higher than at least three Joe Midwoods. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> Fair enough. You can judge that how you want, based on how, you know. But I thought, you know, All the Pretty Girls, nice acoustic piece at the start. Has, like, a real indie vibe to it, I feel. But the, And I like it because it, it contrasts his other singing that he does. I mm. think it shows that his range is actually surprisingly more diverse than initially, like, he puts forward. Because the entire song of All the Pretty Girls is pretty much sung in a, in a much higher pitch than like, any of the other ones. And I was like, fuck it, you know, he can do this. Good for him. Yeah. It's off to him. And number one, like, of course it was. It was the fucking, it was the foreign one. Like, it was never amazing. I've, holy shit. Like, I haven't got a clue what he's saying. But I think maybe that added something to it for me. Like... I can put whatever I want to it, almost. It's like I can I can interpret it how I feel yeah. like. And sure, I could look up the actual meaning, but that kind of defeats the point of being able to project my own feelings and emotions onto the piece. Yeah. And it's it surprised me, like, making lyrics the centre of my reviews is something that I've done since the beginning of album review. But this has almost shown me it's completely throwing that all out the window. In the sense that I have no idea what he's saying. But I still feel like there's so much just weight and emotion behind the song, but I just really love it. it. Could come out, I could look up the lyrics, and it's just like I kicked my dog, and it's like, oh, great! It's, it's a dog kill, dog kicker, Kalo. Just like Gangnam Style. Just like Psy Psy dog kicking Gangnam. I, I feel like the whole album kind of screams passion. It really, yeah, I feel like it. Well, yeah. maybe other than maybe than maybe other than automobile, probably. Oh yeah, yeah. but like, even that picks up towards the end as well, right? Like, yeah. But definitely, I feel like it probably is a, a passion project for old Mister Kalo. Quite Kalo. Yeah. Also, um, the song "Glass House" is on Rock Band Four DLC. Well, let's get cute. it. Maybe we should get it. Yeah. Yeah. Overall. Really surprised me. I, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Oh, awesome. Ratings. Nine. Seven. Five point five. What the? Seven point five. Nice. Fucking five point five. <laughs> I mean, that's fair considering what? like the review that's he gave. I thought no one was going to give this below a seven. You, you can't expect him to go. Nah, it didn't really click with me that well. Eight. Like well, he, he said. That's literally how you review albums. To be fair, no, I'm no, surprised by how. Actually, no, you did say you liked it. To be fair, I did. Yeah, I said I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, Aiden, you you actually scored it higher than you scored Sean James. Why? What did I score Sean James? Seven. Oh, that's not fair. I thought it was at least an eight. No, because you didn't like his voice all that much. I didn't remember. I think you've liked Sean James more over time. No, definitely, it's one that I've gone back to because, like, in my mind, I like I'd rated it an eight, which is why I give it seven point five. Fair enough. In my own head, canon, it's slightly worse than the Sean James album, but it's definitely on the same sort of grapevine. It scores twenty nine. 
Yeah. Hey, that's not bad. Well, you almost got it. That's pretty fucking no, you're not. Come on. <laughs> I'm glad it's not a 30, because I was like, if this fucker's a 30... Then what? Uh, see, that's, why, that's why I didn't rate it at 7.5. I was like, it doesn't deserve to be a 30 in my eyes, this album. <laughs> it's it's, it's pretty good, much turned out exactly it's not how your rating's given it, really. Yeah. yeah. So like, it's good, it's just not a 30. So, Aiden, what's the next yeah. pick? I mean, this is more of a... Uh, I'm not doing a Joe Midwood here, I promise. This is just more like how you guys feel on what, what you want to listen to. Because, like, I've, I've got another one that's kind of similar to this sort of album, but if you want, I can mix it up a bit more. Mix it up. I'd rather you mix it up. You want to mix it up? All right, that's yeah. fine, then. Have any of you guys heard of the band The Word Alive? No. I have not. No. All right, cool. Well, we we will go for that. We'll go for... Oh, they brought out an album this year. Do you want to do that? Sure. That's cute. On a have, you li- have, you, have you listened to them before, Aiden? Have I listened to what? These guys before? No, I just found them earlier. <laughs> really? Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, literally. I'm just flicking about. Oh, so you've got no idea what they sound like? Oh, no, I scanned through them. All right. As far as I can tell, they're kind of like a bit of bring bring me the horizon sort of... So you want to do Monomania? Yeah, we'll do Monomania. It's it's a newer one, so... Cool. Cool. Awesome. Brilliant. Kissing time? Kissing time. Any closing thoughts there, Joe? Kiss, kiss. (laughs) 